Can essential oils help us go to sleep at night? Can they help us with more energy so we're not grabbing sugar or caffeine or whatever that may be? Are there oils that can really support the lifestyle decisions that we make every single day? And that's what I began to really look into and found that oils were really that quick win. Instead of about to yell in traffic or scream at whoever it was, if I can grab an oil, I can really reset the way that I'm feeling at that moment. Or maybe I'm feeling anxious. Well, there's an oil for that. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Couch Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Anna Kabeca. Today, we're going to be talking about hormones and essential oils and really empowering your body to use these beautiful natural gems to restore hormonal balance and to help you along in your journey wherever you are on this continuum of our of our lifespan. And as a beautiful wonderful surprise for everyone. We have a guest today, Dr. Maritza Snyder. And she, I've known her and fell in love with her from the first time I met her. You will see for yourself today, just her genuine authenticity and exuberance and caring nature that she just brings with her everywhere she goes. And and I'm just so thrilled, Marissa, to have you on the call today. Welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Anna. I am so happy to be here with you. Every time we connect, it is like instant sunshine, and I feel very honored to be here. Well, thank you. Thank. Tell our audience a little bit more about you and your journey, and then how you've you've really come to this committed stage and, and experience with essential oils, which I love. Absolutely. Well, oils came into my life about six years ago, but I fell in love with women's hormone health. You know, I come from a legacy of women who struggled with hormones. My mama did, my grandma did, my sister sister did. And it was so taboo for many years. We didn't really talk about what was going on. It was just kind of a woman's plight, I felt like. It was our normal. And it wasn't until I was in my late 20s, I really began to feel the, the effects of, I always say that I played a big role, but I felt like a hot mess. I felt like things were not working well for me. I was chronically exhausted. I found myself unable to lift my head up off the pillow most mornings and crawling into my office to see patients. I remember I was putting on weight, what felt for no reason, couldn't lose it to save my life. I was exhausted. I was stressed. I had no stress resilience, mood swings, my P oh, PMS, goodness. You know, don't, don't catch me during those days, you know, in, of the month. And it was a really difficult and challenging time for me where I knew something was very, just wasn't working right with my body. I, take a lot of responsibility because I knew I was living a lifestyle that was supporting hormonal imbalance. And I had to really dig deep, not only into the research to figure out how to get myself right, but also how to figure out how to change the way I was living my life. And it became about food. It became about movement. It became about self-care. I was born being a Latina. Not Maybe not all Latinas feel that way, but I felt like in my family that my worth as a woman was predicated by how much I did for others. And I had to really wrestle with that belief because I, I realized that if I did not put myself first, at least sometimes, that I was not going to be able to show up the way that I wanted to show up. And that was the big lesson for me as I had to really begin to put myself first in many situations and kind of rewire the way that I thought about what my body and what I deserved and realized that a lot of other women like myself struggled with those very same beliefs and those very same issues around their hormones, it felt like it was why I was put on this earth to really help women uncover what was going on so that they felt like they could show up the way that they wanted to show up for the people that mattered most for them. 
Mm, yeah. So now how has that affected you and your relationships? How is bringing that in, that concept of self-care, right? Number one, self-care, having good boundaries and knowing your limitations. How has that helped you in your relationships? Well, I will say in the beginning, one of the biggest things was letting go of some of the relationships that weren't serving me. I had a lot of toxic relationships in my life and not so much like best friends or, you know, friends. It was even business partnerships, you know, things that I was, I felt like they were the, the vampires, the energy vampires were, were kind of leached all over and I needed to let those go. So I think one of the first things was saying no to the things that really didn't serve me, letting go of the toxic relationships. And that opened up so much space and love to focus, to take care of me, but also to really nourish the relationships that I was, that I wanted to nourish. Because when you're burned out and exhausted and you've got no stress resilience, as you know, you're going to end up snipping at those people who you love most when you're, when you're that tired. So I feel like a lot of my relationships have the ones that were really safe and beautiful and happy that brought me a lot of joy that I hopefully brought a lot of joy to really became better over time. And I was able to let go of what wasn't serving me. And that, that felt so good. I think that's just so powerful because our audience just needs to hear that again, just letting go of what's not serving you to removing yourself or really putting some hard lines between unhealthy relationships and creating those boundaries because that does free you up to be your best self, to have even better nourished relationships and to have the time to do the things that value most to your God-given purpose. I 100% agree. I think all women, that's the thing we know in, in our hearts, deep in our soul, but we, we got to constantly be reminded of that. I think that's what you bring. You bring a level of authenticity and discernment into your work, into your new book that I'm excited to share. The, it, it, there it is in the background, the essential oil. Hormone solution. Hormone solution. There we go. So there's a lot of story in this book. And my mama read it and she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not mama. It's usually like, Marisa, you're sharing a lot of details. But I wanted people to understand what it felt like to be in those moments and having to come to terms with, with what mattered most. Because we as women, you know, we're such beautiful goddesses. And when we get to show our bright light, when we're living in that energy, we, we, we get to serve beyond what we ever thought was capable. And in order to do that, we have to keep that self-care up. So it's that yeah. constant flow where we have to have the energy constantly flowing. And I think that's key. You giving yourself permission to be authentic and honest and open in this situation is not only helping millions of women worldwide, but it's also bringing in that reality that, wow, we have so much power to really be able to heal our own bodies naturally. How cool is that, right? What a Absolutely. revelation for so many listening that that will be. And so let's talk about essential oils because essential oils are fascinating, right? There's thousands and thousands of years of usage of essential oils. And I'll share with you my favorites is bergamot. I love bergamot. I love Earl Grey tea. I love bergamot. I just love it. It's one of those grounding essential oils for me. But then there's also frankincense and lavender, rose, and my other favorite that I use for many household things is thieves oil. So that combination of thieves oil. But anyway, tell me about your journey with essential oils and what you think about my favorite 
I, one, I love your favorites. For instance, just focus on bergamot, rose, and lavender right there. All of those oils have been researched to, they've been demonstrated to lower serum cortisol levels inside of the body. So they can lower your blood pressure. They can lower pulse point. So they're phenomenal for grounding. They're great for supporting the limbic brain, which is where, you know, again, so much of our limbic brain is about that stranger danger survival mode. And if we can just calm things down a little bit, we would do not overreact act to perceive stress. So oils came into my life for actually immune system support. As I was chronically stressed, I'll admit it, I was a self-proclaimed type A chronically stressed woman right here. Because I was always sick, my immune system was suppressed, I was always sick. And a good friend of mine came to me and she's like, you know what? I am so sick and tired of you being sick and tired. I think I have an oil that can help you. And it was an immune blend. It was a blend of citruses, clove, rosemary, eucalyptus, all of these beautiful chemical constituents that are great at helping to fight bugs in the body and help to boost the immune system. At the time, I was doing tinctures, lots of vitamin C. I mean, I was doing everything I could to stay healthy, and yet I was still getting sick. Got a hold of this oil, and it changed everything for me. I went and researched all of the different chemical constituents of these oils, found that they, viruses do not like these oils. And I, after using that particular blend consistently, and I'll be honest with you, in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just putting it everywhere. I was like, if this is not going to make me sick, I'm going to wear it. Probably overused that oil a little bit, but did not get sick for three and a half years because I was consistent. And that changed my life. I mean, nobody wants to get sick. But I was getting sick five to seven times a year. I mean, I was, it was strep throat or it was a cold or it was a flu. And they just kept coming one after the other after the other. And so the oils really, that was kind of my first introduction to essential oils was all of these immune system benefits. But in the, at the time I was in practice and most of the women in my practice were dealing with hormones. And not that they didn't, no one wanted to get sick. So they were really happy about the no sick oil, the, the immune system blend, but they were also fatigued. They were also dealing with cravings. They were not sleeping throughout the night. They were stressed out during the day. And I was like, well, how could essential oils support our lifestyle? Can essential oils help us go to sleep at night? Can they help us with more energy so we're not grabbing sugar or caffeine or whatever that may be? Are there oils that can really support the lifestyle decisions that we make every single day? And that's what I began to really look into and found that oils were really that quick win instead of about to yell in traffic or scream at whoever it was, if I can grab an oil, I can really reset the way that I'm feeling at that moment. Or maybe I'm feeling anxious. Well, there's an oil for that. Or, or maybe I do want to reach for that candy bar, you know, in the middle of the day because I'm feeling a little burned out or tired. Well, guess Wait, what? Wait, there's, there's an oil for that? What's the oh, oil? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yes, there's an oil. So it depends. So if, let's say it is instant energy. Let's say you need an instant energy boost because let's be honest, cravings are an unmet need. Cravings, your, your liver never said, man, I really need that cupcake. Like I'm pretty sure the liver is like, don't eat the cupcake. I got to work that out. I got to process that. I got to break that down. Don't do it. You know, it's a craving. It's usually stress. It's usually emotions. It's usually energy issues. You're fatigued and you need that little, little pick me up at three in the afternoon. So my instant energy blend is just a combination of two oils, wild orange or grapefruit, either citrus, it doesn't matter, and peppermint. And when you do, you just, I do a drop of each on my palms, rub my palms together, 
take two, I would say three to five deep belly breaths and just, I like to stand up. I like to get up. You know, usually you're at your computer, like a zombie kind of staring at the screen, but breathe those oils in. And not only is the citrus going to be an instant elevator, it boosts dopamine and serotonin levels, but the peppermint oxygenates, like opens up the airways, brings oxygen to the brain so that you are feeling instantly energized. And peppermint is an appetite and craving suppressant. So, and a lot of great research has been done on that. So girl, when, I, ooh, when, I'm, when I'm having a craving, I grab that peppermint oil so fast because I know it'll just nix that craving out, just gone. It'll crush it. So that, that's my two for one. It's a win-win all around. I love it. That sounds great. I love the combination, you know, and I had my medical spa here in Southeast Georgia, one of our estheticians, she was an essential oil expert. So that was my first introduction. It's probably like 10 years ago now. Oh my gosh, when was it? 2000 and five, so 13 years ago now that I was first introduced really to those essential oils. But then I was like, well, my mom grew up with like incense and and oils for anointing and it's in oils and using those rose oil, orange blossom oil and different things that we've used. I just grew up with and I never thought of a therapeutic benefit. And so that was my first introduction to that many years ago. And I remember that orange was just an energizing essence. And so she would have that in our diffusers and I was like, oh, wow, what's okay. If you think it's good, go ahead. I don't think it's going to hurt us. You know, I'm the doctor in the clinic. I'm like, okay. But then, you know, really start to witness the improvements and then just kind of the fine tuning what works, like being able to discern what resonates with you. So how do you help people figure that out? Like what is the oil that we need at this time? Or That's a great question. I think really is what is what's going on with you at the moment. You know, you mentioned the citrus in one of my favorite studies is in the Vanderbilt Hospital. In the ER, they measured stress resilience for a lot of the doctors and the nurses. And be prior to bringing the oils in, you know, a scale of one to 10, their levels of stress, exhaustion was literally at a nine and 10, all of them. So it was a very, very busy hospital. They brought the oils in. They were diffusing the oils. I think they did it for a month. And post, they ran the survey again, and their stress levels ranged between a one and a three. So I love it when doctor's offices have citruses in particular, because no one's really allergic to citrus. You know, we're used to oranges and lemons and limes. And, but because of the constituent properties, the limonene and the monoterpenes, it lowers stress levels. And I always tell people that orange blossom or the sweet orange or the wild orange, I dare you to stay mad after breathing that oil. Try, try to stay upset, try to stay frustrated. That oil will shift you so quickly from a state of disrest to a state of happiness like that. No matter where you are, I use it for anxiety on planes all the time. So I have flight anxiety. So I think it's really about what it is. You know, if someone's struggling with sleep at night, they've got mental chatter or that that worry, that to-do list. My top five oils for sleep are cedarwood, lavender, bergamot, Roman chamomile, and vetiver. And you know, any combination of those, my, my power combo is lavender and cedarwood, diffusing by the bedside, applying to the back of the neck. And if you're consistent every day, you begin to rewire the way that we think. You begin to set your brain up for wanting to go to bed at night. So we diffuse oils for sleep every night. And the minute they, the oil, we can smell that aroma, my brain's like, oh, 
it's time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And that's, those are the, that's the aroma of bedtime. And mind you, the oils in those like Labadin, linalool, those oils, those, those chemical constituents in those oils shut the brain down and activate GABA. So we know that there's a chemical process there, but also it's also behavioral. You're used so- to doing that. Tell me those again. So what is it that shuts GABA down from the essential oils? So is that from lavender? Uh-huh. Yeah, from lavender. Roman chamomile still has it as well. Bergamot has it. Cedarwood has it. So all of these oils have the same chemical constituents in them. And that's what shuts the brain down. Mm-hmm. How cool. I love that. So working on our limbic you know, yeah, really our limbic, limbic system, system, our limbic brain and helping us get a good night's sleep. So I'm glad you talked about sleep because that's such a big issue. You know, my go-to way is is using, you know, magnesium L3 and 8 progesterone cream. And then just like, you know, the old concept of the lavender bath using essential oil that way, but going above that and thinking, okay, these are my nighttime aromas and training our body in that, you know, that extra olfactory signaling, right? From the nasal sinuses, but more than that, from the energetic extension of the oils, like how great that is. That's a great addition. I'm going to start doing that tonight. So it is. And it's so, because not everyone's got time for a bath and you definitely people take your supplements, right? There's a lot of different techniques and turn off the electronics and make sure it's, oh, your room is cool and you, you're, you're blocking out the light. All those things matter as well. But it's really about training your body using, that's why we use oils. We've been training, we've been using oils at night every night for six years. And it's so funny, like vetiver is a really powerful neuro oil, but it's also a really powerful sedative for a lot of people. So my husband, we have a combo of lavender, cedarwood, and vetiver and the second we start diffusing those, his train of thought, he loses all of it. He just complete, like his eyes are open and closing, open and closing. And he's a, he's a night owl. So if I really want to put him to sleep, I kind of just sabotage all that. And I put the oils on in front of him. Well, <laughs> that sounds great for someone who's dealing with headaches and migraines, right? Absolutely. It so seems my, like my, that would be a really good combination. Yeah. My headache blend is just a combination of lavender peppermint and frankincense. Those are usually the trio that gets the job done. I like it in a roller. So I do 10 drops of each, top it off with fractionated coconut oil or a liquid carrier oil, like grapeseed oil in a roller, and then apply the roller around that area of concern. So for me, my headaches are always cervicogenic. If I get them, and here's a little roller right here. It's a jasmine roller. But yeah, I just roll it over. And it's such a great option instead of taking taking any kind of medication or any over-the-counter anti-inflammatories. So you're saying your headaches are from neck strain. And so yeah. you're putting the essential oils there. Yeah. So I like... Like every woman, right? The stress is there. The strain is there. And I had a lot of neck trauma when I was younger. So it's my Achilles heel. Actually, the reason why I'm a practitioner is I had migraines for 15 years, chronic migraines, everyday migraines. And so I lived in a state of chronic pain for 15 years of my life. My neck is still, I mean, I get a lot of care. I get a lot of support, but it's still the Achilles heel. And if I'm not mindful and I get super stressed or I'm not getting enough sleep. That's usually the area that I will begin to experience. It's usually my telltale sign that something is not right. But I I used to rely a lot on Imitrex, et cetera, migraine, Advil. I did lots of liver damage and gut damage. And so for me, taking medications is just not, not an option. I kind of wore that system out. So I've been relying on oils for headaches. I don't get them very often, but I do every now and again. But I've been relying on oils for the last six years for headaches and migraines. 
That's fabulous. So we'll talk about that blend because I know many of our listeners suffer with that too. So lavender, peppermint, and frankincense. Yeah. And you mix and you go over this in your essential oil hormone balance book, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, we have recipes for, for headaches and migraines because, you know, for women, when estrogen tanks or progesterone tanks, when we've got that transition, I mean, I always had PMS-driven migraines as well. My hormones were imbalanced. And then I also had it just because I had a lot of neck trauma. So I do cover those recipes in the book because I know women are struggling with that. Well, that's a common thing that many women have, like the menstrual migraine, right? So that's because, you know, the tank in progesterone as well. What helps with that? Absolutely. Yeah, I have a great blend that, so clary sage is one of my go-to oils for helping to boost those hormones, but I have a blend called my superwoman blend, and it is, it's well known in the world of essential oils, but it's specifically designed to help not only boost estrogen and progesterone, but ease that time of the month, right? Ease that period. So it's great for cramps. It's great for mood swings. It is great for emotional stability. It really does lend to a lot of that. And it is also a roller blend because I love 10 mil rollers. They're so easy to apply. They're so easy to travel with. I am like the queen of roller blends. So you, a lot of recipes in the book on rollers because I want women to feel like they can carry four or five of those babies everywhere they go. And so my superwoman blend is in a roller and I can definitely send the recipe over, but it's 12 drops of clary sage. So that's the queen bee of the, of the hormone oils. 10 drops of lavender because lavender is great on muscles as well, smooth muscles and relaxing cramps. So 10 drops of lavender, five drops of geranium because geranium is also a progesterone booster. I also love geranium for PCOS. Five drops of cedarwood for the emotional mood support aspect. And then four drops of a ling-a-ling because it is a heart-centered oil. It's a great libido booster. It's great for estrogen levels as well. And it helps to ease the mind of any anxiousness. And that's my superwoman blend. I love women to put it over the ovaries, on the wrists, on the arms, on the neck. It smells divine. It smells like the most beautiful perfume ever. And women go crazy for it, but it works. I usually recommend women using it every single day. It's consistent usage of these oils that really are the game change for women. Love it. Love it, Marissa. Thank you so much for sharing that. I love it. That sounds great. And I love that you called it your superwoman blend. Ah, so tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you and your book. I'm so excited to share it with everyone. Absolutely. So best place to find me because I get to interview gorgeous, beautiful, exceptional, brilliant women like yourself, Dr. Anna. So my podcast is the Essentially You Podcast. I love to share my tips and tricks on essential oils, on hormones, on nutrition, name it, and then bring over guests. You can find me on my website, drmarisa.com. It's also Dr. Marisa on Insta. And then the book will be where all the stores, right? Wherever books are sold, but probably Amazon's the easiest place to get it. The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing your time and energy with us and your information. You've downloaded a lot of information that I know our listeners have taken notes. But also, just I'll let our listeners know that you can get the show notes at dranna.com under my podcast link. And please share this interview and share... Dr. Maritza's book, The Essential Oil Hormone Solution. But it's just loaded full of information and recipes. I mean, I can only, I'm so excited for this. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. All right. And so for our listeners, again, please share this interview and like us on iTunes. Give us your review and rating. We appreciate that there. That's helping us reach more people. Thank you for spending time with us today and look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.